Well, hi there. Thanks for being here. Appreciate your time. Here we are together again after a week off. It's nice to be back in the chair, I have to say. Monday, July 17th, 26 degrees. Feels more like 31, and it just looks beautiful. We'll see some clouds this afternoon and this evening, but really uh, no unsettled weather till tomorrow afternoon. And, you know, it was, we were expecting that to this afternoon, so that didn't happen. You never know. You never know. It's cloud bust away, my friends. Cloud bust away. Um, this is an important story I think we need to address again, and it involves Hockey Canada, uh, one of their major top-tier sponsors, along with others, decided to pull away and hit the pause button last year among, uh, you know, amid the backlash of how the organization handled alleged uh, sexual assault cases and how they were taking uh, money uh, from registration fees and using it to protect uh, various branches from sexual assault claims. And it became like a big topic of conversation. And maybe you were part of it because we had opened up the phone lines. But now after um, the Hockey Canada decided to change their leadership, the new president is Catherine Henderson. She is the president and chief executive officer. Some of them are coming back. Some of the sponsors are coming back. Last month uh, when it was announced that Catherine would be taking charge in the reins of her Hockey Canada, Bauer Hockey said, okay, we'll, we'll be back. We're going to reinstate our partnership. Night though? announced they've permanently ended its sponsorship of Hockey Canada. What they did say is we will continue to provide on-ice product for Hockey Canada athletes as part of our partnership with the International Ice Hockey Federation. But our individual partnership with the Federation has ended. Here to give us an example of what exactly that means, because quite frankly, I don't know. Moshe Lander joins us, sports economist at Concordia University and friend of the show. Moshe, it's always great to have you on. Hello and welcome back. Thanks, I appreciate it. It's good to be back. So what does it mean that they are not going to uh, be a sponsor for Hockey Canada anymore, but they will continue their partnership with the International Ice Hockey Federation? So during IIHF events, when you see the teams come out, almost all of them, well, all of them have the Nike swoosh on their uniforms. So they're not going to put that swoosh on the U.S., Czechia, Russia, but not Canada, right? So Canada will still have that swoosh there. What they're saying, though, is that any of the, say, warm-up gear that they're providing or any of the other stuff that is not during the official event, that they're, they're cutting out entirely. And, of course, Hockey Canada is not going to allow to co-brand that Nike is a major partner of Hockey Canada. Okay, so this is detrimental for the organization because they've got to make up that money somewhere for the equipment. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to find another sponsor that's willing to wade in uh, and answer questions at a press conference about, are you comfortable that the new leadership has done enough to address these allegations and these issues and these lawsuits? And uh, you're comfortable putting your name on that? Um, you know, I'm, I'm like you said, Bauer came back and said, we're comfortable with it. And there's a whole bunch that have come back and said, we're okay with it. Uh, I, I'm sure that there's somebody who would jump at the chance to affiliate with Team Canada, given their success at all levels of international hockey events. I understand, though, that uh, a couple are not coming back. I was just looking here. uh, Sobeys Empire confirmed uh, they'd chosen not to renew Hockey Canada sponsorship when the deal expired in 2022. Uh, Hankook Tire Canada, not familiar with them. They've terminated their sponsorship. Didn't seem like they were uh, tier one. Uh, but it seems like not everybody's coming back. So how hard does uh, Catherine have to work and how long 
till um, we see things turn around? Well, whenever you're losing uh, demand out of the marketplace, right, the price is going to fall. So if you have these companies that are saying, thanks, but we're going to take a pass, that means that there's less people that are demanding to be affiliated with Hockey Canada. So the amount of money that Hockey Canada is going to be able to extract from Tier 1, Tier 2 sponsors would presumably fall, right? Or they'd have to take on more sponsors uh, to to make up that shortfall. So it's not a good sign when you have anybody that's backing away. And part of it, too, then, is what pressure is now put on the companies that are still affiliating. So if Nike says, we're just not comfortable with this and we're backing away, uh, at what point does social media turn on other sponsors and saying, well, apparently you're okay with this? Mm -hmm. Uh, And and if there becomes that social pressure that maybe they back away, not because they fundamentally disagree with the direction Hockey Canada is going to go, but because they don't want the PR backlash, that could have a ripple effect. I, I don't know how big that would be at this point. But Moshe, it just occurred to me now while you were talking about it, the potential backlash on social media. If Nike's still, you know, they're not going to fund uh, the equipment outside of, you know, those jerseys and the swoop on the jersey. It just seems like Nike wins at the end of the day or, you know, they're not really making a major statement like they get to save money, but they're still getting their swoop out there. So, I mean, it sounds it's, it's kind of contradictory. Are they really uh, making a stand? So there you go, Kelly. Welcome back. You're still uh, you're still sharp as ever. Right. So to me, the cynic in me sees this as they just wanted to cut costs. Um, the fact that they're still going to be clothing the international events and they're still going to get their swoosh out there and they're still going to get all of the brand association that comes not just with Canada, but whoever wins the event is going to be standing on a podium holding uh, a Nike jersey in their hand. Uh, they might just be looking at this that Hockey Canada has become too expensive to sponsor, right? Mm. That with all of these te- or teams, with all of these businesses wanting to associate with probably the world's top program, top to bottom, they might say, I can't afford this, uh, or at least I don't want to afford it. And here's a convenient reason. And uh, again, if Hockey Canada has made these changes at the top, why did you wait until the changes were made to say you don't want to be involved? You could have backed out when the changes had been made and take that principled stand. To me, the cynic is just, this is cost cutting. I know you love the cynic, so I'm going to throw another one at you here. What does that mean for parents? So the registration fees were being used to you know, fund defenses um, of sexual allegations and uh, improprieties within Hockey Canada. So what does it mean now to parents that just want to put their kids in the game? Are they going to be paying more to do that if we lose sponsorship dollars? Like, how is their money going to be used? Yeah, their money, uh, their fees are probably going to go up or what they're getting for those fees is going to go down or some combination of both. Uh, And, uh, you know, medium to long term, uh, it probably won't amount to much because, like I said, somebody will come back and fill the void. But in the short term, that that could have implications. So, you know, it's one of those things that if you're the parent of a a very young child that's just getting involved in, in various Hockey Canada programs, you might decide to divert them elsewhere. And so the, the consequences from a financial standpoint probably won't be felt in 15 to 20 years, but it might show up on the podium in 15 to 20 years if we lose part of a generation of potential stars of the future that are diverted to, say, soccer that has its own scandals, uh, but that's mostly related to pay rather than it is to uh, sexual assault allegations. And so, you know, we could be talking about how this could have long-run implications in other sports where we see them diverted to basketball, soccer, or somewhere else uh, where their money is being put to better use. Mm. And, you know, the, the how's this for a trifecta of the cynic coming out? And now we've got a woman at the head of Hockey Canada, so everything falls apart. They can say, well, look, the dame's in charge. 
Yeah. And, and, you know, you never want to be the person that follows the superstar. You also never want to be the person that follows the scandal, right? right? Because if there's still any scandal that hasn't been uncovered, if there's still any taint associated with the scandal, it, it gets stuck to you. And so not only could they say that uh, she's the problem, uh, but if they attach something to her, she'll never work again within this field because she'll be the one that's remembered probably more than the one that resigned in disgrace, right? And so it's one of those situations, too, where it's an impossible situation. Somebody had to take the position. So good on her that, you know, she wanted to take this on. Uh, but I, I always want to be the person that follows the person that follows the person. <laughs> Not that far up the, the chain, though. Moshe, thank you very much for joining us. It's always a pleasure. Anytime. Have a great day. Moshe Lander is a sports economist at Concordia University talking about the fact that Nike is sort of, not really, out as a sponsor for Hockey Canada. It's interesting.